listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Many years ago, I was a single man. I, I bumped into Jill Scott. I was in Nashville Airport. And she was getting on a plane at the gate next to mine. And it was a very light travel day for some reason. She was only flanked by, I guess, someone that was a publicist. And I'm young, I'm dumb. I'm like, I, I need to roll up on Jill Scott and try to get them digits finally starting to make a little money feeling like I had a little bit of swag and guys you you always got to be ready to shoot your shot and the way you dress the way you present yourself I was at the airport but I was bumming I had a pair of of, uh, penny foams on but I was wearing basketball shorts and and had a a beat up hoodie Ashy knees, ashy ankles. I just wasn't looking right. So instead of instead of uh, asking Jill Scott if I could take a long walk with her and, and, and roll a tree or chillin' just maybe, listen to the roots, eat some passion fruit. I think I'm getting lyrics right. I just kept on walking because I'm just like I can't I can't roll up on Jill Scott looking like I do. So fellas, always wear, always always look fresh when you're at the airport. Or you're at the bus station, or wherever you're going to travel, going to the mall, always look fresh, man, if you're a single dude. But I digress. Me and the missus have been looking at the best man final chapter on Peacock. And if you remember the best man, this stars Tay Diggs and Morris Chestnut and Terrence Howard. You have Nia Long up in there. Sanaa Lathan, it's a star-studded cast. And you had the initial best man where basically uh, Tay Diggs had slept with Morris Chestnut's wife and, and wrote a book about it, which is real sloppy and messy. And then the second one, Best Man Holiday. So the first one is like in 1999. I was still in college. And then the second one, I think it was 2020, excuse me, 2012, because I was in Seattle. It was like 2012 or 2013. I remember going to South Center Mall in uh, Seattle to the, to the Metroplex down there to watch that particular movie with some friends from church. And everybody was in love with Tay Diggs. I was, I was kind of a hater on Tay Diggs. Those, those little... Tay Diggs is like smaller than Nia Long and Sanaa Lathan. Like if Tay Diggs and Sanaa Lathan go into the octagon, Sanaa Lathan's coming out. So I was just not a real a, a real big fan at that time of, of these little foo-foo men. I mean, I'm down to 195, so I guess I'm, I'm going in that direction. But you know, I'm a big husky guy most of my adult life. And in The Best Man Holiday, Morris Chestnut's wife has cancer 
and she dies. They write her character off. And so 10 years later, they're reprising this particular series for, and now it's, now it's on the small screen. It's not on the big screen anymore. With both COVID and the, the proliferation of all of these different services, Hulu, Peacock, Netflix, Lance J Plus, everybody's able to produce their own movies. Everybody has their own cinema set. I'm sure at some point Tyler Perry will buy BET. He has like nine shows on BET running concurrently right now. There's a lot more material being produced. And some of it is really, really good. Some of it's not that good, but some of it's really, really good. So they reprise the Best Man series, and, and I'm watching it with the wife. It's an eight-part series, so each part is about an hour. Not a lot of commercials. I like that on Peacock. They only do like 30 seconds of commercials. So you're in and out. On some of them, like Netflix, they have like four, four minutes of commercials. I don't want to see that. That's the whole point of not watching something on network television. If I wanted to see eight minutes of commercials, I would watch AMC while they're doing a Breaking Bad or or Better Call Saul or Walking Dead series because it's just it's nothing but commercials. It's like on AMC, you're getting to the to the classic point where Mike Ehrmantraut and and Saul are in the desert, and the narcos are on one side. And on the other side is the cartel. The cartel's rolling up. The narcos are chasing them. And then right as right as the cartel gets to them and the guy pulls out the AK, they go, they cut to commercial. But back to the best man. So they fast forwarded to present time on the timeline. So Morris Chestnut's a widower. Terrence Howard's now married. Tay Diggs is still writing books. All of the wives are, are going through. Remember, remember the stripper candy tastes like candy. Like she's now a PhD. So everybody's living their life. Everybody's moving forward, raising their kids. Trying to figure out this whole midlife crisis thing. Buying new houses. Morris Chestnut has a son that's identifying as non-binary. So that's a big issue because he's this macho, tough, traditional football player. He has a son that, that's a football talent but doesn't want to be a football player and wants to do other things with his life. So a lot of a lot of subplots to this specific story. But Merch, that's the guy with the dreads. We used to have dreads. He was on Oz in a wheelchair. Kind of the corny dude in the crew. Every every crew has a corny dude, right? That can't keep secrets, that doesn't pull girls. Or if they do have a girl, they're they're girl completely runs them and tells them what to do. Like every crew has somebody like that. So merch, he's with his kids. And this is why I bring up this story. He's with his kids and they're in New York city and they're trying to catch a cab. He gets in an argument with this quote, Karen, who's also there in Manhattan. They're fighting over this cab and the Karen goes full Karen like, they're just having a, a verbal discussion. Nobody's threatening anybody, but just the appearance and, and being in a dispute with a black man is, is terrifying. It's Karen. And she starts screaming and saying, this guy is, is trying to assault me, yada, yada, yada. Police come over. They hear the commotion. They come over, and they start to question. They're rude to Merch. They're very rude to Merch, but there's no physical altercation. 
But they say, why don't you let this lady just get the cab? Merch kind of incites. He's thinking about all of the, the Black Lives Matter. And we've seen so many issues where, where quote, Karen is accusing an African-American man of, of threatening her physically. And it, and it ends up, you get in the wrong conversation with, with a Karen in the wrong city, the wrong day, you can end up both a chalk outline and a hashtag. And I thought that was a very interesting scene because I'm sitting with my wife. I'm like, if that's me, I just let her get the cab and I get the next cab. I'm, I've, I've been stalled by all of two and a half minutes. There are a whole lot of cabs in, 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 on the Upper West Side of, of New York City. I'm getting on the next cab. I'm going back to my beautiful wife with my daughters and my wonderful life of, of success and ostentatious wealth. I'm not going to let no Karen drag me down to where I'm getting my arse kicked by the cops and then they're going to world star that stuff. It's going to be on the news. So in this discussion, the daughters are angry at the father. They feel like they've been victimized. And then the parents are talking about it. It becomes a big discussion throughout the crew. It shows the anger of African-Americans not being treated fairly in society. African-American men being treated like dogs, animals vermin subhumans and i was watching that and and it reminded me of a story i've told a story on this show during covid i was out one night because during the day everybody's kind of locked up on lockdown i needed to get some water and some gatorade living in phoenix it's 115 degrees outside you got to stay hydrated so I would go out late at night, A, because I didn't want to get COVID. B, because I just didn't want to deal with the theater. I'm out one night, two in the morning. The Circle K up the street from where I live. And the lady tells me, there happens to be a policeman out there. And the lady tells me, jokingly, she says she's joking. I have my, my hoodie on and I have my mask on. I think I have my GDH Law. My girl, Gwen Marie Davis Hicks owner and CEO of GDH Law, that's a plug, had sent me a mask. I had my mask on, I had my hoodie on. Lady said, I can't let you into the store. I was just like, all right, that's interesting. You know, Circle K is people come here to get stuff. And she said, she said, we won't allow black people in the store if they have a mask on. And she started laughing. And so I responded, I was like, I don't really think that that's funny, ma'am. I'm, I'm just here to get some water and some Gatorade. Why does it matter if I'm black? Like, that's a terrible thing to say. And the lady is like, I'm just joking. I'm just playing with you. You people get really offended over any little joke. So I had I had three options. And remember, there's a policeman standing next to her. Option A was argue with this lady, throw a racial temper tantrum, start, start dropping F-bombs, and get beat the bleep up by that cop handcuffed, thrown in jail with a bunch of people that have COVID. So I'm going to get COVID anyway. That was option A. Option B, I could argue and try to get these people to co-sign on, on, on me and beg them to let me go get some Gatorade and water and stuff that I needed. Or C, option C. Or I just get back in my Range Rover, go to 
the Shell gas station down the street, get some water and some Gatorade, and go back to my to my house and my pool. I chose option C. But words are words. People get into arguments and altercations and disagreements all the time. That doesn't mean that someone is going to 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 pull out a burner and go postal. That doesn't mean that there's going to be an assault. That doesn't mean that someone's a threat. That doesn't mean that you got to call the cops. That doesn't mean that this is a situation where you should end up in jail or in court. Like who has time? Who has time to go to court over a Karen? I got so many things to do. I got, I got a show to host. I got films that, that I'm putting together for some of my clients. I got a beautiful wife and family. I take care of my grandma. I try to spend as much time with my dad as possible. I'm out here trying to build on my mother's legacy and my grandfather's legacy. I got so many better things to do than be going to court because I got in an argument with some lady that may be entitled and, and may think that I'm lesser and may be indulging in the fountains of white privilege. Sometimes it's better, man, to just get in your car or get in the next cab on the next train and go home and live your life. Everything's not about activism. Everything's not Black Lives Matter. Everybody's not Stokely Carmichael or Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King Jr. or Malcolm X. Everybody, everybody isn't that individual. Everyone's not Marcus Garvey. Everyone's not Nat Turner. Sometimes it's in your best interest to just shut the bleep up and go home. Lance J Show. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 a.m. weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare, as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, shines on the wheels of steel playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need. With intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 
I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. James Lewis. You know, when he opens up the, the refrigerator and there's a head in the refrigerator where the lettuce should be, that's that's not something that, that I really like to see. I'm, I'm not really into that. I'm more into the to the chase with the police and all of that. I'm not into watching people get hacksawed and dismembered and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm not interested in watching people get strangled and their body and, and the guts flushed down the toilet. I, I don't want to watch that. I covered my eyes. I'm sure my wife was like, man, I married, I married a chump. What's going to happen if the bad guys come into to the house for us? Are you going to cover your eyes? I'm like, no baby. Cause we got, I, I got guns. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. You coming to my house, they're going to be doing a docu-series about what I did to you. It ain't going to be no, no docu-series about, oh, well, when it, well, he broke into the house and and, and did these things to the, to the to, to Lance J's family. This, this, Netflix is going to be doing a movie about what I do to you with the Draco. You can take that to the bank. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.